All right, everybody. Welcome back to Farmer's Jam Radio. I'm your host, James Carr, chatting today with another award winner from Lady Locavores, Brandy Shelton from Just Add Honey, won in the beverage category. Big congratulations to Brandy. We found out during this interview, not only did their business survive during the pandemic, they started during the Great Recession. So big, big props for a business that has a lot of community support in order to overcome two major challenges in our economy and our communities in the last 15 years. You can celebrate this award with Brandy, with Jamila, with all of the other award winners on Friday, May 6th at Wild Heaven Brewery. Head over to www.ladylocalvores.com. Get all the details, get your tickets, and support community farmers markets here in Atlanta. You can also learn more about the history of the award and all the new wrinkles happening this year in our interview with Katie and Ana Maria a few weeks ago. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay connected. We've got a lot more interviews and insights from the world of Georgia agriculture right here on Farmers Jam Radio. For now, here's our interview with Brandy. Enjoy, and we'll catch you on the other side. All right, everybody, welcome back to Farmers Jam Radio. We are now joined by Brandy Shelton from Just Add Honey. Brandy is an award winner from Lady Locavores in the beverage category. Brandy, how are you doing today? I am great, and thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I'm excited to be talking with you as a as a, a patron of your your business and and uh, you know a fan of. Uh, what every, everything Lady Locavores stands for. I'm, I'm grateful to be uh, sharing this space with you. Um, so to just get started with, can you tell everybody a little bit about uh, Just Add Honey and where they can find you and, and all that good stuff? Sure. My name is Brandy Shelton, and I am the founder and co-owner of Just Add Honey Tea Company. Since 2006, we've created thoughtfully blended loosely teas, um, we offer tea accessories. We source and sell honey from local beekeepers um, around Atlanta and Georgia. And, um, yeah, it's just been a, a whirlwind. We do farmer's markets, festivals. We sell into over 100 stores around the U.S. And um, it's a pretty amazing company. Yeah, that is that is a that is pretty amazing. So, because I was familiar with y'all um, in your time at the Sweet Auburn Curb Market, I had no idea you were also uh, had products in stores and everything like that. Um, so, I'm curious. Well, let's start with um, sort of like the how and why you got into tea in the first place. Sure. So, um, I call tea a connector. It is one of those beverages, no matter where you go around the world, you can get yourself a wonderful cup of tea, and it connects people together. It is how families connect, whether it's in the South and it's sweet tea for Sunday dinner, or where you're in Morocco and they give you Moroccan mint tea, or um, hibiscus in the Caribbean. So all of those different types of teas and beverages are ways for people to connect, and so that is kind of what I wanted. I traveled a lot and I always found myself um, meeting a new friend or learning about the lay of the land um, at a tea shop or over a cup of tea. And so I brought that back to the States. 
Um, and in 2006, we started, and it was just four blends. It was a tea with dried peaches from Peach County, Georgia, um, a black tea base. It was a hibiscus-based tea. It was a green tea with pineapples and papaya, and I forgot the last tea. Um, oh, a mint tea, a peppermint mm. and spearmint tea with mint from Ellenwood, Georgia. And so those four blends that we started with was kind of the beginning and the catalyst of all the blends and all the things that we have today. And we still carry those blends even now, 16 years later. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm curious with all of your traveling, do you have, I don't know if it's a favorite cup of tea, that might be a lot, but maybe like a favorite um, place that you visited, something that was really special that's always stuck with you? I think every one of them is special. So like with tea, um, they create memories, right? Like if you have tea with your grandmother, you remember the cookies that she served or the way her linen napkin was. Um, I think about tea when I travel. Um, like I remember being in, in India and having my first cup of chai inside of a like a gas station, a convenience store. And oh, wow. While it sounds, you know, a little quirky and off, but even in this gas station and convenience store, they, they served it to me in a real glass, and it was piping hot, and um, the equivalent of it was 25 cents. And just taking that first sip after a long flight was, I felt like I was chasing that first sip the whole time I was there, but just because it was, <laughs> it was so memorable and it was one of those things that, you know, there was noise behind me and television playing and music blaring, but sitting at that convenience store with my first cup of tea just sent is like one of those memories that have stuck with me. Oh, that's wonderful. I feel like, you know, it, you try to create a memorable experience when people come into your store as well. So as I had mentioned, you were at the um, Sweet Auburn Market, uh, quick with a little um, sample and had so many different uh, you know, aromas and flavors. And as you mentioned, um, you know, tea accessories. Um, what, what has been your journey you know, from the beginning to operating out of the um, Sweet Auburn Curb Market to your current location, which is just off the east side Beltline, I believe? That's correct, yes. We're on the east side Beltline Trail um, uh, in between Crog Street Market and Pond City Market. Um, I, I remember when I first started the company just doing farmer's markets and festivals and selling at cooperatives and mom-and-pop shops. Uh, I never wanted retail because I... I wanted to, I loved the connection with customers that farmers markets gave and um, like just like the Lady Local Wars and the community farmers markets. I love that connection that mm -hmm. you had with the customer and it was an immediate gratification to keep going or change the recipe or this is amazing, that kind of thing. And um, we were afforded the opportunity to start a pop-up shop and the pop-up shop was to me, it was like a farmer's market on steroids, but it was like a mm. captive audience. And so they they didn't happenstance find you from being at the farmer's market. They actually sought you out. And so once that light bulb went off, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can tell I can talk about tea all day long. <laughs> um, 
And so that was just the beginning. So we started our, our first pop-up shop on Auburn Avenue, along with the um, introduction of the Atlanta streetcar. And then we moved to the Sweet Auburn Market. And we had the Sweet Auburn Market and the Beltline location. Then we uh, had a pop-up at Avalon in Alpharetta. And um, with the transition of COVID and uh changing and updating our business model along with the, the market changing and updating theirs. We now only have the um, the location on the Beltline, but it's it's wonderful because, like I said, we have a captive audience, and it allows us to um, introduce people to so many different teas. Before, when we first started, it was mostly not novice tea drinkers, but tea drinkers that were new to loose leaf tea, and mm. now we have the ability to uh, introduce uh, rare blends and small batches of fun different flavors and collaborations with other farmers and and so people are coming to they like they're they didn't fall on us they actually wanted to be there so it's it's wonderful to enjoy um with like-minded tea lovers that want want that experience so i'm i'm kind of um i'm i'm curious about if someone, let's say you were introducing someone to tea, if they were having their first cup of tea, what would be a typical tea that you would offer them to sort of get them on the, this journey to then enjoying and appreciate some more of the rare tea blends that you mentioned? Totally. So um, that's a, a interesting question because it, it depends, right? So it depends mm. if you like caffeine or not. Or um, if you, we usually speak in flavor when we talk about tea. So do you like spicy? Do you like fruity? Are you more of a floral person or earthy or grassy texture? So, but generally I usually start with our bestseller, our Georgia peaches. It's a black tea base with uh, dried Georgia peaches, um, calendula, which is like the cousin of a sunflower. So it has like this beautiful floral after finish and it's, kind of our take on sweet tea and to elevate a palate. So that's generally where I start people if they don't mind caffeine. And then um, then I travel and move them over to like our mango rose, which is a white tea, which is extremely lightly caffeinated, but it has dried rose petals and um, chunks of mango and uh, lemongrass in it. So it's a beautiful hot or iced tea to enjoy like year-round. And then I would then take them to like our meant to be because so many people like associate mint with not feeling well or um, an elderly family member. But ours is a combination of peppermint and spearmint. And so that combination doesn't, it, it helps it um, be a full body flavor. So it doesn't taste like mouthwash or <laughs> bubble gum. <but>, um, <laughs> it's a great mint tea uh, to enjoy. Wonderful. Um, and I, you know, you mentioned people like seeking you out and uh, starting at the market. And I was just curious about, you know, how much the Atlanta community and just local community in general has really propelled your business to where it is today and, and the connections that you've made with your customers. Uh, it's, I mean, it's invaluable. A lot of, a lot of our uh, startup was word of mouth because you know, 2006, the, the websites were Wild Wild West and social mm. media was unheard of. So the farmer's markets and 
the Inman Park festivals or um, the community markets and all those fun little neighborhood uh, nooks and crannies are where we hit the pavement and, and we're able to make a name for ourselves. And it was beautiful because you got to see them return over and over again and you get to know their families and you get to celebrate with them because we do tea parties. So it goes from bridal shower to baby shower to birthday parties and they oh, wow. revisit over and over again. And it's, I mean, I, it's, it's not, there's nothing like the, the amazing community that, um, Atlanta has to nurture and grow our brand and even allow us to be in other places around the world. I mean, I was, I had to speak at the World Tea Expo just recently and a company from Denver knew who we are because their daughter went to Georgia Tech and brought them oh, back from tea from just that on you. So it was like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And I was realizing, as you mentioned, you know, about the Wild West of websites, you basically started the business right before, you know, the the Great Recession in 08. And, and then you've had to adapt your business during the, the pandemic. I mean, that you've overcome quite a lot of challenges that are totally outside of your control beyond the, you know, challenges it takes to launch a business anyway. I can imagine that, your those relationships you just described really helped navigate those dynamics. Yeah, totally. I mean, community farmers markets, other other business owners, um, we just kind of we leaned on each other. I mean, like our our even our um, our honey, our honey are from beekeepers all over the southeast. So that kind of cooperative spirit, where oh, if just like a just like a market. You know, if you have some jars of honey, I'll put it on my shelves. And if you think you might need some tea. So just that exchange and those relationships uh, is what has uh, kept us thriving. And, you know, not just surviving, you're actually like thriving as a brand. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful to hear. And so, you know, the reason why we are connected is because this has uh, led to you winning the Lady Local Wars Award. I'm I'm wondering how that that felt to win it because that in and of itself is also a very community driven award in terms of you get nominated and then there's a you know a, a panelist of the past winners actually pick the new crop of winners. You know how how did it how did it feel to win and 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 what was the the um, initial ceremony like because uh, from everything I've heard it was really beautiful and intimate and and very very nice. Yeah, I mean, when I received that email, I was like, this is, no, no way, you know, no, seriously, no, wait, me, wait, no, and I mean, it was just, that, it was, so, if if there was a fly on the wall, it'd be like, what is wrong with this lady? Um, It was amazing, <laughs> and so uh, I was pleasantly surprised and uh, deeply honored to, uh, it's, you know, when you, you know you do the work, you know that you're doing it because you love the work and when a, someone, a group, um, people, other business owners, women, previous winners, it's like the community uh, sees that, it's it's a feeling like no other. So it was um, a very humbling and uh, grateful uh, um, win. And, um, and, and oh, and the event was held at the Lola and um, my 
dearest, one of my dearest friends was able to announce me and um, just to be surrounded by, like, even the other winners. They are phenomenal women. And so um, to be surrounded by the winners, the nominees, previous winners, it I felt like it was, um, you know, I, I was. I felt like I had wings on my back. It was just amazing. I'm mm. still lost for words. Obviously, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that's that's great. Well, congratulations. If I, I don't know that I actually said that at the beginning, um, but congratulations um, for winning. And um, of course, we want to remind everyone that on May, oh gosh, is it May 6th is the big event? May 6th at Wild Heaven. Um, there'll be a big uh, celebration of not only Brandy and Just Had Honey, but the rest of the winners um, as well. So congratulations again and look forward to a spectacular celebration coming up here in a few weeks. Yes, I love that word, spectacular, because that's exactly what it will be. <laughs> All right, Brandy. Well, thank you so much for your time and, uh, you know, best of luck with your business and hope you uh, continue to enjoy uh, this rec- much deserved recognition. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for speaking with me today. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for your time. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Brandy. Again, a reminder, you can celebrate Lady Locavores and all women in agriculture with Community Farmers Markets on Friday, May 6th at Wild Heaven Brewery. It's going to be a great time. Head to ladylocavores.com for all details and tickets. You know the drill. Farmer's Jam Radio is presented by Longleaf Media, hosted by myself, James Carr, and produced by cam christian we got music by nomad y'all go check out nomad he's got beats for days over on his ig page at nomad type beat if you want to stay connected to the world of farmers jam head over to www.thefarmersjam.com get our weekly ag newsletter learn about our new flavors of jam and upcoming events all that kind of good stuff we appreciate your time we appreciate your support y'all stay safe out there and jam on (laughs) 